Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, it is going to be our part two of our free agent, I don't know, preview. We try to make random guesses where people could go. Today we got wide receivers and tight ends. We're going to go through the wide receiver list, the tight end list, kind of give, I don't know, some ideas where we think some of these players could end up. These are much more interesting, I feel like, these two positions than, I mean, quarterback and running back in the way that I feel like teams, it's pretty clear who the quarterback needs are and the running back needs are. Wide receivers could probably go anywhere. <laughs> so teams use three guys now, four guys, so we can find out. That'll be interesting. I, don't, I haven't really looked through the list very, you know, very well yet. So this will be kind of my first glance at looking at everybody kind of trying to see who what I think here. So we'll go through all of this right now, Jeff. We'll start off with who is probably the top receiver. And right before we get into this, quarterback and wide or running back for sure is much deeper free agent pool than the wide receivers. Wide receivers are a little bit weak. If you really glance at this list. Number one guy though, Allen Robinson. Where is he going to end up? Oh man. Think he's staying with Jacksonville? That's my. I'm, I'm honestly leaning that. I think he's staying with Jacksonville. I do only because of his injuries. Um, I think it makes the most sense. He's so young still, and he was so dominant. Was it two years ago now? Yep. Was it three? Two? Uh, no, it was three years ago. Three years ago. He was only 22 that season, I yeah. think. So, I mean, they always had – they kind of have a bunch of hodgepodge of just in-between yep. guys right now. And they do have a couple of young guys that people are going to talk about, Cole – you know um, that they're like, oh, he could be, he could be something, but we don't know yet. So I think it's very safe for them to sign Allen Robinson. You probably get a discount because of his injury concerns. He'll be your number one. Then you'll have a few other guys, and and maybe they part ways with you know one of these in betweeners. I don't see anyone else that is going to pay the kind of money they want for Allen Robinson. Um, I'm trying to think of someone that needs a true number one. And I mean, nothing is really coming to my mind. Everyone, I mean, the teams that keep coming up in these wide receivers are Baltimore. Some people, uh, Chicago comes up. But Baltimore seems to be like the main team that you think could be decent that might just be, need a wide receiver, which I think that just sounds so terrible to me. Yeah, if I was Allen Robinson, oh. I wouldn't want to go there. The no, only other just, place, if you really wanted to get paid, maybe like the Jets because they have so much money and they don't have – you know, with Robbie Anderson's problem and Nunwa was hurt last year as well, it's a landing spot that he might be able to get paid. But I feel like Jaguars are just so far ahead of everyone else right now. I think so too. I think he's going to stay there. I mean, that's they were a great team and they didn't even have that top receiver like that. And I think they've Robinson. That's only going to help like the D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole types. They can actually step up. They have some, but they won't be the main guy. That's going to be pretty solid. Except they have Blake Bortles at quarterback. Yeah, so. and you do have Fournette running the ball. So if they can, you know, up that passing game, if Blake Bortles can turn in an Alex Smith type year, they will be very, very difficult to stop. I I think he's going to stay there. I don't. I'm not going to really consider too much else. Next guy, Sammy Watkins. I think, only, same deal. Only 24 years old. Yeah. Yep. And he finally got healthy for a year. And that was the one of the posts we did on Instagram. I did uh, Sammy Watkins versus Robert Woods. Who would you rather have on your fantasy team? It came back overwhelmingly. Robert Woods. What really? Yeah. For this upcoming yeah. year. 
Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm all I would be way over Sammy Watkins. Me too. Because you looked at their numbers and Sammy Watkins almost had he had very similar numbers to Woods, even though Woods was consistent. Watkins found his way into the end zone. He had a few good games. If you can somewhat string that out or get some sort of consistency, which I think Watkins, it felt like he's possibly turning the corner and so is Goff, and they're gonna be able to run the ball so proficiently. I think Sammy Watkins will get a little easier of a time going down the field compared to the Bills where he was always double covered. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think Watkins will finally have a year where he can, he can have some real success. And I've always been kind of a hater down the stretch cause he always gets hurt and he's always, you know, been the number one at a team that doesn't throw well. <laughs> I, I think this might be his first year and I would rather have Sammy than Woods. And I know you would too, obviously, right? I, I think the talent is so much more there for Sammy Watkins. And, I think he's gonna be great. I really do. I honestly think he's gonna have a big year, and it's gonna. People are gonna be down on him. There's he is not gonna be like an overdrafted guy. Now, it might be the first year I kind of like him. I think you're. I think you could very very easily get Sammy Watkins as your fourth receiver on the team at times. Yeah, and I mean, if you can do that, you love. I love him at that spot. If you don't have to, I, man. Yeah, at, at fourth, yeah, absolutely, no, no too problem. Too many people just think Robert Woods is going to be the main guy there, but he's not. Even I don't even think it was like that last year. Teams really still tried to stop Sammy Watkins. That's one of the reasons why Goff just didn't go that way. He wasn't going to. He's a young quarterback. He wasn't going to force his force it, and he didn't. Sammy Watkins has a guy there, safety help. They're not going to go to him. Goff's going to make the good decision, and. It might change. They're going to have to be a little more honest if Robert Woods can keep playing. If Cooper Cup gets keeps getting a little better, you know, Sammy Watkins, I think, is going to break out, especially with a full year now with the team. Full year with Jared Goff just not getting thrown into it. Yeah. And, you know, when preseason and training games going on, I think he's going to be really good. And I'm, I'm, going, I'm all in on Sammy Watkins again. I'm I'm going to be – probably be, I'm find his way in a few of my teams. So Yeah, and yeah, take it from me because I, I – was a hater the year before. So this is not just me riding a bandwagon. I, I, I truly think it, he's in a better position this year. All right, another guy who actually was just franchise tagged, but it looks like it was more of a move to then trade him, Jarvis Landry. So Dolphins franchise tagged him, but it really looks like they actually want to trade him. Where could he end up here? That's pretty crazy, though. You franchise tag someone, you have to pay them what, a... His average would, of his, the top five position. His would be sixteen million is what you'd have to pay Landry like, for that. Who year. the hell is going to trade for him at that though? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't either. And again, the name one of the teams that comes up is Baltimore. They come up with every <laughs> wide receiver here. Maybe they, I really want to see Jarvis Landry with like the 49ers though. But Miami doing this, it's it kind of screws it. I hate the fact that teams can do this. Just franchise tag somebody who's going to be a free agent, and just now he's out of options. I don't really like the franchise tag rule. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I mean, you can do it, what, two years in a row? I think you can do it three. Really? Because there was the talk the Redskins could do it to Cousins again. Really? That's something I three. should actually look up. Right? It goes obviously the, the amount of money get, they got to pay. They're, you know, they're compensated very well for that. Yes, very, but very well. still, I hate that they can do this to but people. If I'm correct, it is the, the average of the top five in your position, correct? I believe so. I, yeah, I believe that's what it was. But yeah, Jarvis Landry, sounds like they want to make a trade for him. I don't know how that's going to do. Basically, what they would have to do is he would have to almost um, – Agree to a new contract with the team that traded for him, so the sixteen million wouldn't happen necessarily. 
he would agree to a new deal with the new team before a deal even was done. That's how it would have to happen. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, so he still has some of his rights here. <laughs> but the Dolphins, if they don't, they just want to get something for him. It's just it's it's kind of a cheap thing, I feel like, in a way. But that's how the that's how it works. Yeah. If I was him, maybe I would wait one more year and just get paid that sixteen mil, and then be like, I'm a free agent. Well, yeah, they probably do it to him again. Just but. screw over the Dolphins' plans there, and just say, I'll take my sixteen million play a year. But you kind of want to. It's it's going to be interesting what happens. I don't know how I feel about Jarvis Landry. A lot of people seem to like him quite a bit. I know he's more of a he's just still the more of a possession guy. He catches a lot of passes, so PPR he's always you know great option, but. Maybe he'll start getting some touchdowns. If Jarvis Landry ever started catching touchdowns, he vaults to a top 10 wide receiver every year. So we'll just have to wait and see if that could ever happen. It's all going to depend on where he goes. I wish I could see him with the 49ers with Garoppolo, give a nice option there, but I don't want to see him with Baltimore. All right, just because, yeah, I don't want to see anyone with Baltimore. That's a problem, but this uh, this is how it it works, I guess. Um, and just so we know, because I looked it up real quick, but it looks like a player that is tagged Two straight years, the team must pay 120% of the player's previous salary. If it goes to three straight years, so you can do it three years in a row, team must play that or pay that player 144% of that previous salary. Wow. So that goes up so quickly. So at least they have that going for them. So. Yeah, you get way paid. All right, next guy. Marquise Lee, not terribly interested in him. I think no matter where he ends up going, if he doesn't stay with the, Jags, the Jaguars, he could be an okay option, but... To me, that doesn't scream as a fantasy-relevant player to me very much, except bye weeks. Maybe it does some good stuff and get him a waiver wire, but eh, any interest there right now? That's going to be a complete dependent on situation where he goes. Yeah, he, he's – yeah, I mean, that's Just, kind of the right. – yeah, you you said it. And he's an intriguing guy because he yeah. did have some athletic ability, definitely. He's just going to depend so much on situation. Yeah, and, and that, that whole – Jaguars, you know, situation is what I'm kind of waiting to see because if they do sign Allen Robinson, Marquise Lee won't be there, and then exactly. you still have, have Hearns, and then you have they have five like they have well they have Robinson, they had Hearns, they had Westbrook, Cole, Lee. That's a lot of guys yeah. who are all kind of exactly Robinson, right. They're, they're kind of the same. Yeah, that's right? that's how I feel, and that's why I would uh, I would sign Allen Robinson, let Marquise Lee walk, and then I mean honestly, if you could let like Hearns walk too, I don't, he's not a free agent, but. Um, so you'll have four four kind of interesting wide receivers at that point, and then Allen Robinson that you know can be your number one. Another guy here, Paul Richardson. He's actually interesting. I yeah, I don't know how I feel about Paul Richardson. I don't either. It, because of that, I just assume he's going to sign back with Seattle because it seems like... though maybe not because there's a I'm checking out an article here. Well, this is actually with Marquise Lee both and Paul Richardson. There's, it's from um, what's his name? What's this? Jason from OverTheCap.com. He thinks the value for both Marquise Lee and Paul Richardson, Paul Richardson, would be in the six to six point five million dollar a year level. Does that seem a little, maybe much? I don't think the Seahawks are going to re-sign what Richardson for like a six point five million dollars a year if that's really what he can get. Seems a bit much. I feel like they need someone else. So they have Baldwin, and then what? Lockett. Yeah. He always gets hurt. I, otherwise, I mean, I, I've wanted to love him for so long. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, mm, I, I tell you the truth, I really, I would have to look and, and see. That might just be the going rate too, though. Yeah. Like is six million really that high for a number two wide receiver set? 
maybe it's a, it's it, it seems a bit high to me but also i feel like every price is rising right so if you told me four million i wouldn't have really betted and batted an eye but you know also garoppolo is the highest paid player in the nfl so i just i feel like he's gonna find just feel like he's gonna find a spot somewhere else and I, I just think he's i think he's gonna move on from that. i don't know where but it could be I mean, there's I, you always see like people. There's there's these teams writing about their why their team should get them. Um, they said Paul Richards would be a, would be a solid free agent addition for the Eagles. That would actually be cool. I mean, really, they're at it's uh it's Alshon and it's uh, Nelson Aguilar because Torrey Smith is kind of a nothing. Put him in there as like a third. Yeah, that I mean, be nice. why not? I don't but, know. I if mean, be a, a six million for yeah, a third. Yeah. And then, then why wouldn't Seattle pay exactly. for him? I mean, but. He, it's just going to depend on where he goes if he's going to be a fantasy option. That's another guy it's, he could be in the right situation. So I'm kind of intrigued by him, but you got to wait and see where he goes. He's only 25 years old, though. Yeah, so. he's a young one. Terrell Pryor is out there. I, that's interesting. Yeah, Do you think just, anyone's going to just throw him on their team? And, and well, Cleveland's looking at him again. And I already see people on different places that. Oh, if he goes back to Cleveland, he's going to be really good again. Eh, I don't Not think so. really good. Well, no, I, you know no. what I do like about that is the fact that they're going to get a huge discount on him after yeah. <laughs> leaving one year, and he will be your number three wide receiver. Can you imagine a guy that big and athletic lining up as your number three? So he could do better, but you know, Gordon and Coleman, if they're healthy, should yeah. soak up the majority but of those. That, so that, is that about, would be interesting, though. That's about the only place I hear any talk for him yeah. right now is I, back I, with Cleveland. I actually would like that. Like that. That way, they don't have to keep reaching for other players, and I think you could get them at a crazy discount. Mike Wallace is a free agent. I don't care. Nah, it's already thirty-one. Get up there. Jordan Matthews, only twenty-five years old. Thought he was going to be a lot more, a lot better than he was, and it's just not happened with him. No, Eagles moved on from him. Just well, he went to what they trained with the Bills, and then immediately he got hurt, and so yeah. Do you think that the Bills will? Resign him after Maybe, getting him in Benjamin. He could get signed for like a nothing deal, and he still has. He's only twenty five. He has potential to do something yet, but it's just not happening yet. But nothing that we're gonna. He's gonna have to be a guy that shows us something in the season, pretty much next year, to put him on your teams. John Brown's a free agent. Oh man, never how, gonna happen. I was like, how our heart bleeds for this guy. Never, he's already twenty seven years old too. Can you believe John there, Brown is there was, 27? There was a moment where we thought he could break out in that Cardinals offense. I thought it was, I thought he was going to come back this year and be able to do something, but he's 27. He will turn 28 in just a, over a month already. Like what? I still feel like he's like a 24-year-old guy. Yeah. You know, so not really. I don't really think there's a market for him either. No, nah, I think he'll end up somewhere trying to prove himself, but, you know. What about a Dante Moncrief? And is he is still crazy young. He is. I really think that the there's potential there. And I mean, he did have those injury problems, and even last year, he he had no one throwing it to him. Ty salvaged uh, somewhat of a year out of it um, because he's that good. So you know, I could see Moncrief ending up with the Colts again because he already knows the system. He was kind of healthy for a year. Luck will be coming back. It kind of lines up if they're not going to go off and try to get. You know, another primetime guy, someone that you can stretch the field a little bit. He, I think he still has a potential to be a pretty good possession wide receiver. I think he could be – he's like a candidate for like a post-type sleeper type player. Yeah. He's kind of forgotten right now completely. And 
still very young. He's I can't believe he was only 24. Yeah, his first his rookie season, he was only 21 years old. Like it's his yards per catch last year was actually the best he's had in his career. So there there could be something. He's young. Wide receivers sometimes don't break out right away. It takes them a while. There's still a chance. I'm not gonna. This isn't gonna be somebody we're gonna be big on and predict it. But it's gonna be a guy that's in the back no. of our mind, and we're gonna kind of. I, I think tabs on. Yeah, and I think his best option is to stay with the Colts. And I think Colts, because of the year they had, you know, Moncrief didn't really blow up, stand out, anything, you know, of that sort. So no other team really has an idea of his full potential yet, which I think is beneficial to the Colts as well. well let's see some other players. Taylor Gabriel, is a free agent. He's intriguing, but I just don't think he's he's gonna have some. He's like a he'll have big plays. He'll do well at times. But I, yeah. if he, I think he should stay with the Falcons. I don't think there's really much value outside of that. I do too. So he's one. They should probably stay there. Then there's just random guys that probably won't do much for you. I mean, there is a name down <laughs> all the way is a Green Bay guy that's been sitting the bench, Jeff Janis. <laughs> who who they talked about? He's twenty six years like old. I feel like he should be thirty two by now. I know, so that's why I'm, I'm. He intrigues me a little bit because we didn't truly get to see him, and a lot of good wide receivers are on that Green Bay team. You wonder if he'll end up somewhere. I could see him flying under the radar and perhaps getting some playing time for a team you don't expect. So I'm kind of intrigued by him in a weird way. I was looking at some of the ages of these free agents, and like somebody like a Deontay Thompson. Remember him last year had those like couple breakout games. He's already 29 years old. Like, that was a really late start to his career. <laughs> and then, like, a Michael Floyd is only 28 yet. Michael Floyd should be 35. <laughs> yeah, that guy, I mean, he's just done. Right. And then there's just some other. Danny Amendola is a free agent. So he should resign with the Patriots because that's the only place he has to be any kind of relevant. He's 32. I was just say, do you think that the Patriots will sign him for another year? Maybe. I think for, like, a nothing deal. I don't think he has any kind of. Right. I, I think it'll be one more year. But, I mean,. Do you or I, I, I feel like they will. I think they might. I feel like they never let guys go, but at the same time, I feel like this would be the moment too. Yeah, it's hard to say what the Patriots are going to do ever. Yeah. All right, tight ends. A couple interesting names here. Jimmy Graham's the main one. I don't have a good feel for what he's going to do. At the end of the day, I feel like it's going to be back with the Seahawks because at thirty-one. How can I mean? Can you really get a big deal, a big contract at thirty-one years old, with injury history that Jimmy Graham has had? Well, I mean, but he might be too much money for them to resign. It's it's he's an he's in an interesting spot. Yeah, I, well, he could get one more deal, like a two-year deal. I don't think those Seahawks might want to. They don't seem to want to pay guys like that. Yeah, I think he could still get paid going somewhere. And he, thirty-one for a tight end is not the end of the road, really. But Jimmy Graham, maybe. I mean, okay, look he at could this. Fall too. off quicker, like. There's two guys on this list that are both 37, Ben Watson and Antonio Gates. Yes, I don't want to re-sign either of them, but and Antonio Gates is one of the best, you know, tight ends True. of all time. Jimmy Graham is still very, very good. And, you know, Antonio Gates five years ago, even say three years ago, was very, very usable, very, very um, good. So I think Jimmy Graham has a few years left in him. I'm not as worried about the injury concerns. Uh, the big one with that is are you going to go somewhere where you can win? So is someone in a better position than Seattle going to give him some some cash? I'm trying to think of a place. Well, the here's some here's know. some teams. This this is a sporting news article who says 
They don't believe Jimmy Graham's going back to the Seahawks. It just doesn't seem to be a thing. Some potential options they gave. Houston. Actually, I really like that one. That's not bad. You have you have Deshaun That's not bad Watson slinging the ball down yeah. the field. That's not a bad one. <clears throat> I like that one a lot. Uh, the Patriots? Nah. Actually, I could. if Gronk leaves, if Gronk retired, sure. Even if they don't, they oh, hope. Man, they, Gronk I mean, remember Graham. when Gronk and Hernandez? They kill people with that. Well, and let's be honest. I mean, literally. With ta- yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, cheap shot. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think that would. I don't. They don't. They won't pay him. But um, I, I actually like that one, especially with Tom Brady. Um, nearing the end of his career, you're probably looking for a way to confuse defenses, spread the ball out even more. I, I really like that idea too. I, for Jimmy, I, I like uh, Texans a little a little better because I think they'll pay him. I, I do like that option too. Green Bay's an option here. I don't think. I think no. Green Bay's done in their tight end yeah. market. Like, <laughs> Martellus Bennett didn't work out. <laughs> Every tight end should know. I'm not going to go there. Baltimore is on everyone's list. Oh, dear Just God. stop with Baltimore. They need they need every position. The, the Falcons. Austin Hooper didn't really uh, do what we wanted. Or... Yeah, that would be a good landing spot and then for him. the Saints. Go back to the Saints. I mean, obviously I like that too. You reunite with Breeze for the last two years of his career. I think they would pick up right where they left off. Maybe not quite as good. but So if you had to rank those according to who you would go to if you were Jimmy and you know to get paid the longest-term deal you possibly can and obviously the best chance of winning – which would be your top three teams in what rank? You no, know, I didn't. I did not consider it until I looked at this list. But Houston, I love uh, for for Jim Graham himself. I love the Houston option. Is that feasible for Houston itself? I don't know. But for him, I love that option. I mean, for him, he'll get most work and most money there. And then another. I mean, the Patriots. If you want to take a little less money and just be a, you know, that would be a good option. But he'd have to take less money for that. So Houston Patriots, and then probably just go back to the Saints. I think those are my three. Those actually would be my three too, but I would yeah. flip the Patriots and Saints because yeah. I I really do like and all three of those teams, <clears throat> well Patriots and Saints obviously, both made the playoffs. Texans I think with Watson another year you, you know Watt Clowney, I mean there's a lot of of pieces to like there and I think Jimmy Graham would fit really really well in there so that's why he'd be that'd be number one and I think they'd pay him, but I, you know I I like the Saints I think people are. You know, kind of sleeping on him a bit. You still have Breeze. You have an unbelievable run game. You're starting. You have a legit Michael Thomas. If you added Jimmy Graham and then whoever they had, like Snead or whoever the hell is number two, um, you know, you you add a few pieces to that defense. They already were a playoff caliber team. Yep. I really like them as the number two compared to playing second fiddle to Gronk. The next tight end, Tyler Eifert. Very, no, very interesting. Yeah, I man, I mean, what do you I know you is, like him. He is medically cleared now for OTAs. The big thing is Okay, and there I'm just gonna talk as if he stays healthy. Because that's always gonna be the thing, right? Yeah. I guess what do we really know? What has he really done? He's all a, potential. A big, big athlete that can catch the ball that loves to get hurt. Pretty much. I I haven't heard too much about him. I think it's because people are so afraid of giving this guy money and then him getting hurt. Have you heard whether or not Cincinnati or someone else is a better chance? Well, here, I haven't heard like anything re- real yet. Here are, let's just throw Tyler Eifert into the Google News. Let's pull up some headlines. Here we go. Denver Broncos article. Tyler Eifert, an option in free agency. 
Eh. Tyler Eifert makes too much sense for the New England Patriots. Oh, she kind of does. <laughs> then so he's, uh, would Tyler Eifert be worth the risk for the Ravens? Stop it, <laughs> It's always Baltimore, man. Is Bengals tight end Tyler Eifert a good fit for the 49ers? Another nah, one. Well, they have Kittle, don't they? Yeah. See what, I mean, see what he can do Let's first. Let's see. There was one more I saw about Seahawks should take a flyer on tight end Tyler Eifert. If Graham moved on, that's not a bad option. Get Tyler Eifert in there for a cheaper deal. He's not going to get any big deal. He shouldn't with the history here. It, I can see some bad team giving it to him, though. So Tyler Eifert's best season was 52 catches for 615 yards. The reason we all... Like, How many touchdowns oh, did he have, though? 13. Yeah. That's crazy. 13 that crazy. touchdowns off 52 catches. Yeah, that's mad crazy. So over his career, he has five seasons. Five seasons. He's played 39 games in five seasons, which you should be, what, at... You can 80, almost you can right? almost get to that in two. Should you be at like yeah? You should be at eighty games in five seasons. I think. Yeah, so he right. plays less than fifty percent yep. of the time. And so in five seasons, he has one hundred and twenty-seven catches, fifteen hundred yards. That's just a Antonio Brown season. In one, he took him five <laughs> and twenty touchdowns. His touchdown number is the big number. So there's potential, but he's played year one. He played fifteen games. Year two, he played one. Year three, he played 13. Then he played eight and two. Yeah. He just needs to sell that. If he can get – there's some good – like New England on a nothing deal. I love that. I know. All I, those, I love those deals. Like yeah. somebody should take a chance at Tyler Eifert, though. He's well, only 27. You, you have know. to I, – I have a feeling because there's going to be so much speculation, I feel like he will get paid by someone. Otherwise, it, it does make a whole lot of sense for New England because I love the idea of them getting Eifert or Graham and More just having idea. two crazy athletic tight ends. And also it gives you some insurance on Gronk and, and say, Eifert. Eifert both are injury risks, so you're just hoping that at least you'll have won the entire season. Uh, that does make a lot of sense, but are they going to be willing to pay him? You know, compared to, like, Baltimore, they'll throw some money at a young guy? Yep. Baltimore responds to everybody. Yeah, I mean, they they, they got to get someone. <laughs> Next guy, Austin Severian Jenkins. Interesting guy. Younger than I thought he was. Yeah, only 25 years old. It sounds like recently he just turned down a two-year, $8 million total contract from the Jets to become a free agent. I guess there just wasn't enough like guarantees in the deal for him to sign. But if he's, he's turning down two years, $8 million, that's maybe he's in that market. I don't know. Somebody's going to sign the guy, obviously. He's young. He has potential. Um, I think he's – I feel like he might still end up with the Jets. They'll come back with a better – a better number, more guarantees for him or something. I feel like he's going to end up there. If not, I mean, again, there's going to be the same options that we said yeah. before. He could end maybe he's with Seattle if they if Graham goes or you know something like that. Um, the one we one we haven't brought up or really hasn't been talked about, but the I could see the Jaguars looking for a tight end. You know, they don't really at this point have anybody. Yeah, so. who? Uh, yeah, who do they still have? Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, is it is he the only one there? Really? Pretty much. What was it? Um, they had. Uh, well, let's see. Who have they had? Nobody. Mercedes Lewis. Who else has there been? They yeah. had. They had Julius Thomas in 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did really well for them, and then he got paid. So, I mean, Lewis had some times where he looked decent, but I think they could use somebody a little better there. So maybe they're an option. So Severian Jenkins could find himself on a team. After that, it gets it gets a little weak. Trey Burton, he had some interesting games for the Eagles. He 
and threw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> maybe his name gets a little bigger because of that. But Antonio Gates, what is he going to do? No, I mean, he's got to retire, right? I don't know. What? There's no way. I mean, first of all, Chargers would be crazy to, you know, get him back even for a year. He already has the, you know, he has the record. He hasn't retired yet. I mean, he he should really just retire. And uh, not because maybe he could go out there and catch a few more, but at this point you're just asking to be, like, carted off the field. I mean, Mm. come on, man. That's about it, honestly. Yeah, there's that's really about it. You no, know, it's kind of funny. Richard Rogers, twenty six, <laughs> and crazy. he was Green Bay, right? And I feel like yep. he's been around forever. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. I'm just surprising that far down the list when I'm you actually, see some young guys. I'm surprised Ben Watson is as old as Antonio Gates. I knew Ben Watson's up there, maybe, but he's the same age as Antonio Gates, about thirty seven. It is pretty amazing how long of a career Antonio Gates has had, and I know he's he is one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Uh. But it's still crazy. 37 really years old. It is. All right. I think that's going to do it for our free agent previews. We have next week we'll be talking about where these players are all going. So that is the – finally it feels like there's something big going on. We'll have a couple weeks of that before it kind of goes to a time where there's nothing going on again before the draft. So that will be interesting to see what happens. So this will be it for free agent talk until next week. This is episode, what, 197. Almost a 200. 197. Yeah. And we, uh, I mean, man, the the season is right around the corner. It, it we is. will have our official 2018 yep. premiere show debuting April 3rd. Yep. So that is fun. We'll start off with, we'll start the previews then, the team previews. Yeah, it's going to be. Division cool. by division. And we'll go back up to, what, three, four episodes at least a week. We're going to have a lot of information for you guys. It's going to yep. be a whole lot of fun. So uh, we're yep. looking towards that, gearing up. Yeah, those previews, we'll do the team previews, but it's like a team preview slash draft preview episodes. We'll try to see who these teams should draft. Yeah. Maybe we'll stumble onto Alvin Kamara again, another Alvin Kamara this year, where we just randomly decided he was going to be good, and it worked out. So we have to call our shot again on draft previews, start going through that. It's a deep running back class this year. So, oh, it's all coming up quick. It really is. It's going to be here before you know it. So, I know. I mean, it's already the draft's the end of next month. So, End of April. Going to be good. All right. I think that'll do it for this, though. We will talk to you guys next week.